All right, guys, we're back on the final score again tonight. I haven't had one in a while. You know, you know I love ECU football. Haven't had the chance to interview any Pirates in a while, but got one tonight, and, man, we've got a good one tonight. Played from actually redshirted and on the 83 team. Was at the ECU from 84 to 87. We talk about Mr. Bubba Waters, a former linebacker at ECU. Welcome to the show, Mr. Waters. I'm glad to be here. Glad to speak with you. All right. I, and we appreciate you being on the show tonight. Uh, guy, like I said, anytime I get to interview an ECU football player, it's great, and especially one that stood out like like a Bubba Waters do, did. Uh, let's, first of all, you're from Bath, right? Resident from Bath. That's right. Well, you, Old Town, North Carolina. Right, right. So you're a North Carolina, original North Carolina guy. So That's right. Back in school, Riley, were you a three-sport athlete? Did you play anything besides football? I, I did. I, well, I wasn't a three-sport athlete, um, but I did um, play basketball. So, uh, then took that, that on. We were a small school, so right. But um, but yeah, I participated in the, in the basketball program. Yeah. So you, when when did you when did you figure out you know football is going to be what takes me to the next level? Um, well, I, I three, three of my brothers played, um, um, before I did, and we all played the same positions, and actually all wore the, um, the same number. Oh, so, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, so that was kind of a track that was kind of somewhat laid out for me. Um, we all played, um, at some point running back, and we all played at some point linebacker. We had to go both ways, because we were getting, we were a small school. So I just watched those guys growing up, and. It was just a uh, natural training to follow watching those guys. Right. And, and you know, just uh, after my freshman year and my time, you know, the coach said, hey, well, you're pretty good. You got a chance to really do some special things. And, oh, uh, whatever. I just said, whatever, coach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and it, it, I guess it was around my sophomore or around my sophomore, in my sophomore year, um, um, I became encouraged through my coach and the community, the folks in the community, and um, you know, uh, talking about potential um, college scholarships and things of that nature. Even you know, way back then, and as early as a sophomore year, I think. Okay, okay. So, what what schools? You know, of course, ECU was in the middle. What schools were recruiting you? Um. Several schools, but I narrowed down again. I was homeboy, and uh, right. I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't want to leave North Carolina. Um, there were some interests from the, the, the Florida teams, uh, of course, and all the ACC. Um, but I, I narrowed it down quickly because I didn't want to uh, leave North Carolina. So, it, it, so all the attention was was pretty much uh, given to uh, uh, Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, NC State and here at East Carolina. Okay, so what what made what made ECU stand out? What made ECU pick? Well, well one, it was I, the homeboy didn't want to leave too far from home. <laughs> one, number two, uh, um, uh, just uh, on my official visit from me just visiting when I could was going campus or sometimes at practice prior to me coming here. Um, and then meet and talk with a lot of the players that were here, and also also the, the coaching staff um, the, and the, doing the recruitment process. Um, and I, I just uh, 
like Greenville. I like the way everything was set up and ran. I like the, the the team. I like the coaches. I like the area. I like the Kamari, other guys that were already here um, before even you know came in with my class. So right. that was a um, you know something that I really uh, feel a stand on. <laughs> so safe to say, your first impressions of Greenville were pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> they were. And, and, and I've heard the same thing from the you know the other guys that were in my class and classes even after that about how they felt about the same feelings I had about Green when he came. They also did. So. Yeah, I've 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 had an interview uh, about a week ago with uh, with Reggie Branch, and that was one of the things he said. You know, he he said it took took some getting used to, but he he ended up loving Greenville, and he also said. I asked him, I said, is there anything you want to say, you want me to ask Bubba Boy? He said, ask him about his laugh. He had one of those laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> he, he, he is a character. He is a character. Reggie Branch is a character. <laughs> so, so you end up, you you get recruited by Coach Emery, right? That's correct. Yeah, what, what was your thoughts on Coach Emery? Coach Emery, my initial thought was how tough practices were. <laughs> um, number, number two, how he treated us, and uh, he treated us tough for practice, but he always had our backs. Uh, in some instances, when we weren't the best uh, citizens. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> or, 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 or student. Right. Um, but... As long as you put forth an effort and you were a member of his football team, he had your back. But you, he expected certain things out of you too, uh, and knowing that he wasn't going to be perfect, but uh, uh, making an effort to do everything you can for you know for, for the team, and, <laughs> and so that was the two basic things that that stand out from you know, Coach Coach Emory, and and that he expected. Uh, Great things out of his players, but from his coaches also. Right. Uh, he had a great demand on those guys, and that they follow through what needs to be done, and in a timely fashion. Uh, yeah. So those are the <laughs> two or three major things that stand out from Coach, yeah. Coach Henry. So you redshirted in '83, that '83 team that, uh, and you know, talking talking to some of the players, even the players from uh, uh, from years gone by about that '83 team, how. I, I'm sure you feel the same way. A team that loses by combined 13 points to three top 10 teams all on the road in the state of Florida and doesn't make a bowl game. Did, didn't you feel like that was a sign of disrespect there? I did. Um, I mean, first of all, it starts with how hard we practice. <laughs> when my first year, even that, that summer, and the, the – uh, Straight and conditioning tests we had to do, right? And that starts there. Now, now I'm just uh, something to build upon here. Okay, you go through the the, the summer thing, then you go through all the, the practices uh, after that uh, on a daily basis, and and you start having success on the field. And you know where I'm from, which is high school, where once you start having success on the field, you know there's a uh, there's a tournament, <laughs> a playoff, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And, and then knowing the teams that we played against and the athletes and and the attention that they brought, especially the Florida teams. Right. And, and uh, you, you would think there's going to be some type of a reward at the end. It was frustrating 
not all for me, but you know, and the guys that really played on that, that team, especially, but the guys that didn't really play their own team, that you know, we did the practice squad or whatever, and and we traveled because you were certain but still you were allowed to travel some some games and just be a part of it that that way. But it was a disappointment to everybody. And I'm sure Greenwood and all the ECU fans it was disappointing. But that's it saved the team now. But then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's. It, I mean, because you you think about it, these guys. You know, Miami, Florida, ranked number five, lose by five. Florida was ranked six. You lose by seven, and then Florida State was ranked seventh. You lose by one, and you're ranked number twenty in the AP final poll, and somehow don't make a bowl game. That's uh, that's beyond me. I don't I don't know how that. And I mean, back you know, a lot of people uh, that weren't alive back then didn't follow football back then. You didn't have. 70 or 80 different bowl games with every different name in the world on it. You had right. you had you had some bowl games, but still, if you're in the top 20, you should be going to a bowl game. I mean, if you if, so, you know, it's just like what Mr. Branch said. He didn't he didn't know if people thought if the bowl people thought ECU couldn't bring a crowd or what, but uh, he couldn't understand. That was the only thing he could think. And he said, boy, you know, like I said, boy, were they wrong because ECU travels really well. Uh, really? But you go to your 84 season, you know, and this is actually your first year of playing. And you guys, you know, you have a, have a rough season. But one of the things about ECU that, that always, and a lot of these guys that, that came after you say, one of the things that attracted them to ECU was the fact that ECU would play anybody. I mean, well, just like we talked about, Miami, Florida, you played uh, Florida State, Florida. Uh, later on, and we'll talk about this, you guys went to Penn State, Auburn. Mm-hmm. And back when Auburn, was, you know, Auburn has a good team, but Auburn had Bo Jackson then. I mean, so you, what, was, what was it? Was that one of the things that attracted you to them, the fact that ECU would play anybody? That was. Um, uh, I mean, just the final plan against the, the all all Americans that we did have to face, and, and with their team, um, the, the, some all the same uh, came out of those those teams we we played against. Oh yeah, and just to see that we could, could compete at times, we did uh, uh, the eighty four season, and and some of those seasons after that were tough. Um, but you know, I think it was a lot of depth issue involved. Well, you, you had lost yeah. a lot the year before at eighty three too. You know that was one of the things that that I was talking about, Mr. Brandt. You guys had you know you lost you lost Ernest Biner, you lost Terry Long, Norwood Van. I mean, you had a bunch of a bunch of seniors on that team that went on to to NFL that you lost. So it's kind of hard to replace those guys right away. It, it really is, and, and the, the competition we played against. Fortunately for them, and unfortunately for us, they didn't. They didn't have that issue. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, I remember Coach Jim Watson said that we we, we want to be about um, not rebuilding, but just reloading. Reload. We, we were trying to work towards that, but it, it is challenging. But that's the mindset uh, uh, that he wanted us to to be about. Um, you know, so goes the leader, so goes the, his followers. So. Right. But it was it, uh, it, it was a it was a privilege to uh, to play against those guys. I didn't compete, and uh, we, we had our uh, 
give and take with, with those guys. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a little draw to be able to play to be able to play against those guys and and and, and use that as a recruitment tool. That's so. right. But yeah, uh, coach Coach Emery ends up leaving. What you know? What were your thoughts when you found out he was leaving? Um. Well, he had been taking care of us basically since we got here, uh, and uh, he was part of the reason that myself and uh, my classmates uh, came here. Right. Uh, there was some lack of understanding on our part. Um, uh, why and why now and what happened and this and that. But we also knew that it was beyond our control. And initially, because we didn't know who was going to be his protection was going to be, and that that came out, and it was it was Coach Art Baker, which we were familiar with because he was our offensive coordinator in 1983. Right. Um, so he was familiar with us, and we were familiar with him. But the thing about the Coach Henry, uh, the fire, he was uh, uh, that father figure for so many of us. Um, a tough father figure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But still, like a, 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 I stated earlier, he, he demanded a lot, but he also had your back in a lot of areas that uh, uh, a college student and a, a young man uh, needs to be covered in. So, with that being said, okay, where are we going to get that from now? That's what we're right. growing accustomed to, even though it's somewhat a short period, I think a couple of years, but still. Um, once you, you, you get that, then you just say, okay, now it's gone. And what, what do you do there's, now? You know, some, yeah, that's some uncertainty there. Um, so, but, you know, it, we accepted it and, and continued on uh, so, with um, Coach Baker. Yeah, Coach Baker steps in. You guys, I mean, pretty much like you said, he knew, he was familiar with y'all. You, you got along pretty well with Coach Baker. Everybody, everybody seemed, to, seemed to accept Coach Baker there. Was that the case? That, that was the case. And um, him being the head coach and all, but also the, the coaches are still having a great line of communication and relationship with his coaches that, that he brought in. Uh, um, it was I can only speak, but was, you know, from the defensive side. Because right. one point I was saying running back, of course, but that that spring eighty four spring I you know transition over the linebacker and uh, that's great uh, defensive coaching uh, and which that would enable you know I consider uh, the defensive side of the ball to, to strive um, uh, and, and not only on the field but off the field it's, it's hard to do one without the other and be yeah. successful <laughs> that's right but uh, you're you, you you have a rough eighty five season, but you got to start off, and and you know even even when you're two and nine, you know you want to you want to have a winning season, you want to be undefeated. But when you start off the year in eighty five with a win at NC State, and I'm not talking about just a win, you beat them thirty three to fourteen, and start that off, that had to be a great. But talk about was that NC State rivalry? You know, it, it's it's pretty intense, right? It was, and we we put my list for that. Uh, again, I was really considered going to NC State. Um, right. 
So I, I knew some of that coaching staff as well, and some of the players that I went on recruitment uh, trips uh, with, and you know, football camps and things. So, and just the history of PNC State and the distance from here to Raleigh. So we really was, uh, you know, fired up every time that 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 came up, and we wanted to get the best of them every time. And fortunately, the, while we did play on those months, uh career, we did for the bulk of the time. We did. I think we only lost one. I think it was one. One. <laughs> yeah. One game to those guys. So that that's a big and of course it still a big big deal uh, today. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got three, three out of four <laughs> from them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, talk, let's talk about this, the third game of year. You got to start off 2-0. Then you travel down to a little place called Beaver Stadium, Pennsylvania. Penn State, number 10 Penn State, Joe Paterno. At the time, the attendance there it was a Penn State record for the largest crowd ever at Beaver Stadium. What, what was it like stepping out on the field that day in front of all those guys? I mean, 84,266 people there. You can only imagine just the the the, the, the roar of the crowd and Penn State had this this uh, line once you get off the bus a stroke off area um, they would say well let me make because I'm going to uh, make sure I'm talking about the same cause LSU did some stuff too I think they said yeah y'all played y'all played that LSU too that year <laughs> yeah but uh, the, uh, I know what Penn State they, they were, Actually, during the game, one side of the stadium would say, we are, and the other side would say, Penn State. We are Penn State. And you couldn't even hear yourself think. <laughs> That's wow. why the crowd was so loud. <laughs> That's what I remember about that. That stands out. Uh, we are Penn State, uh, chant. That went on saying like forever. <laughs> yeah, and that, you know, you guys had them on the ropes, too. Because I remember, I actually remember listening to that, I had to listen to that game on the radio. And you guys had them on the ropes, lose seventeen to ten, but it was it was up in the air till the very end there. You know, I can't you know I can't imagine playing in front of eighty four thousand people. That's that's crazy. But <laughs> you, you guys also traveled to Auburn, Jordan Hare Stadium, sixty five thousand. Oh, what was it like playing playing there? I mean, is there anything that stands out about them? Yes, it was hot. <laughs> and that was in November. That was November the ninth. So it, it was hot, and uh, we ended up. Uh, I think that season we stressed inside because it was so hot outside. Right. Um, in the in the dressing room, because we're trying to uh, conserve, I guess, some energy or whatever. But that's another one off there. Number two, of course. Fresh season ball, and then of course, Mr. Jackson. Yes, what was and, it like uh, trying to play against Bo Jackson? He was one of the fastest thing you'll ever played against. Um, I believe he ended up getting hurt that game. Um, but he had a backup uh, running back by the name of Brett Fullwood. I remember him, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Deep square end up going to Green Bay and did good things for them. But just that the athlete, uh, uh, along with Bo, and uh, of course, the offensive linemen that he had blocking for him, and the defensive players, and all those guys, a lot of those guys went to pros. But just to know, okay, he's a, a Hall of Fame or it's great. Uh, you heard so many things about Bo. Of course, we watched him uh, 
Tim doing everything else. But right. You end up facing him in, 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 in this Coliseum, again, 65,000. But we, with that, we still knew what we had to do or, or what our goal was, and that was to compete. And, again, it, it's challenging. It became a challenge at times because they were, I think, had considerable amount uh, of depth than, than we did. But you got to, you know, they put the pass on the same way you do. That's and, right. That's right. Uh, and so you go out and, 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 and put forth your best effort and, and leave it out in the field, and that's what that's what Coach uh, uh, talks to us about uh, every practice. So you, your mind's somewhat conditioned. Of course, when things wash out, you know, <laughs> things don't come out the way you uh, would like them to, but if you put forth the effort, uh, then that does count for something. And, and it helps you prepare in preparation for the next game, That's which, right. of course, <laughs> when I was scheduled, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys had, you know, you play at LSU the last game of the year at Tiger State. What, what stood out about them? Uh, I think they were the one getting off the bus. They would say Tiger Bait, Tiger Bait. Just roped off the air, probably about 15 feet apart. Uh, and we had to walk off the bus into the stadium, and the fans just would line up. I, I'm going to say at least 50, 60, 70 yards. And, and all that saying, Tiger Bait, Tiger Bait, Tiger Bait. And, <laughs> <laughs> we, we were thinking, oh no, we're fired up now. And then, once you get out, and it, I mean, it can, it can be intimidating if you, if you let it, but yeah. I mean, we weren't. But again, it was just the quality of athletes and the depth of a lot of those teams we played. But that, that was the number one thing that stood out of us. And then, it just, again, they had, I'm on my linebacker coach saying that I'm, their running backs were the best two Adam that we'll probably ever face. Uh, Dalton here, you know, I can't yeah. think of the other one, but they both went, of course, with the AFL, but so we were, I can only speak uh, for the defensive side of the ball and also the linebacker position. We were prepared. Um, uh, I'll never forget the coach always uh, told us what was coming. It shows right. what was coming and what, <laughs> what we need to do to combat, combat that. But that's why you play games because there's going to be some parts that you can't control. That's and right. Parts that you can't control. So, but we were prepared uh, uh, as to what was coming at us and, and the best way to defeat that. Again, it's, it's just a lot that goes on. And you know as well as I do during the, the, the course of the game and, and what come, go, goes with that. So That's right. <laughs> You know, that stands out about them. You just get the chant, and again, uh, the, the, the running back tantrum that they did have. Yeah, Dalton Hilliard, he, he goes on to New Orleans. I'm not sure who the other one's. I'm going to have to look that up. James, I want to say his last name may have been James. I can't remember. Okay, okay. So, we hadn't talked about this much. What was it like playing in Ficklin? What was it like playing in front of that home crowd? <laughs> that was always a delight. I mean, it was like having an extra. Uh, Man on the field. One thing about these fans, they always support. Tip. Yeah. If they sense that there's an effort, and then I mean, they won't stop the, the cheering and the support, which definitely has an impact on the product that's on the field. Exactly. Just um, when things are, are down and then don't, don't look uh, particularly well at, at the moment, um, these fans and, and just. Uh, 
our our stadium uh, can pull uh, pull you up when when you're down, and and, and, and I mean you just don't want to die in that. And, and I'll, I'll never forget coming here in the, in the spring game and uh, watching the guys and just the support you know doing the spring games back then. Right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's when the pick picking. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just to support even doing that. So definitely doing the, uh, the, you know, the games we had to support, and that makes such a big difference. Uh, So I really appreciate you, appreciate the East Carolina fans throughout those years, and ongoing support, because especially during my career, it became difficult because, you know, we did go two and nine, what, three, three consecutive years at least, so. That's challenging on us as well as the fans, so, but still to get that support. And it helped, too, I think, to help the, the fans continue uh, supporting us because of the, the, the competition that we were playing and, and, and the demand that we oh, yeah. take to uh, <laughs> be successful. I mean, we get so I mean, you look at the schedules while you, you were there from, you know, like 86, you guys play two top ten teams on the road, right in a row at, in Auburn and Penn State. And then go at the end of the year, you go to number one Miami at the last game of the season at the Orange Bowl. Uh, how was how was the Orange Bowl? <laughs> oh my God, uh, Michael Irvin! <laughs> Michael Irvin, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that comes to mind. Uh, him and uh, dealing with him uh, and the numerous other uh, all Americans that they had, but just again, that's a the bad ones, uh, the championship won it. I can't remember the year they won it, but they were uh, always ranked high. Yeah, uh, they were. Uh, Chester Testaverde. Yep, that was a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that stands out. And again, playing against that competition and the, the ESPN, of course, the coverage wasn't quite like it is now, but you were definitely aware of those guys and what they were doing on a week to week basis and a a year-year basis and and getting all the attention, national attention, and also you know being able to face those guys, and also and then you go in there and they got a, a full stadium and they're gonna let them know who they who they cheering for, pulling for. So and we have to, you know with the face that, but again pull together as a team and and count on a preparation for my coaches. But it was an exciting time at Miami um, being in. The, down there in Florida, and again, playing the quality athletes that we did. Yeah, and I know you're not saying Michael Jer- Michael Irvin would talk any smack. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how much he did talk. <laughs> but I think we, we uh, gained, their, um, gained their respect, I think, uh, because yeah. we were uh, uh, some of a physical team. Uh, and even though you know we we were overwhelmed at you know, some parts parts of the game, but they knew we were we were there when we, after we left, and then, right. uh, I think so. I think we gained some respect. Which, which you know, at least you can take something out of it. Right. All right. Well, you go you go into your last year. Eighty seven was your last year, right? Right. And you you guys. Have a have a much improved year. You go five and six, which you know from what you had was much improved. But one thing, and I don't know if this was a game or not, but Miami, and I think it was Miami, comes down to Greenville, 
And mm-hmm. and I think I remember after the game, Jimmy Johnson in the press conference saying, I will never come to this place again. These people are crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, and coming from a guy that play, that coaches in Miami, Florida with the Orange Bowl crowd and stuff like that, I think uh, a lot of people at Fickland hung their hat on Jimmy Johnson, say, them running Jimmy Johnson out of town saying he'd never come back to Greenville again. <laughs> you know, I don't really recall him saying that, but I, so I don't really know what he was it was a particular incident he was alluding to or, or just in general. Well, you know, I, I think when, you know, the Fickland crowd, especially back then, especially with a high-profile person like, like that or high-profile team, and I think they love mm-hmm. to get on get on him a lot, and I think he just I, I can remember it to this day seeing the press conference. I'm never coming back to this place again. <laughs> this, these people are crazy. So you know, but you know, thoughts on your senior year. You know, you guys go five or six. You lose your last game to Southern Miss, which was the the big ride. You know, that was kind of the rivalry game. Then y'all played them every year, but you get. First game of the year, you get a win over NC State at Carter Finley again. Uh, mm-hmm. So you you know you had to ha- hang your hat on a pretty good senior year. Mm-hmm. And we were looking forward to turning this thing around. Uh, just the preparation, coaches again. We got to turn this thing around, and this is our year because we were seniors and we had pretty much stuck together our, our, our class and. Uh, <clears throat> Coach, like, okay, this is our time. You, you can get another opportunity. And, and uh, again, we started out great with the NC State. And, and uh, deep down, we wanted to win. We right. were thinking up tail kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were tired of it. I'm sure you were tired of it. And just the work that we put in in, in, in preparation, I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard to, to lose anyway, but it's even harder to lose when you put in the caliber work that I felt like we put in on a regular basis. And, and still, I don't think we're out work doing any practice or any, any workout. And, you know, and, and still have to take those um, those L's. That, that could yeah. make a, have a profound effect. But <clears throat> going that year and being stable, we were going home and we were working at new. Probably won't win every game, but we're going to keep trying and fighting. And uh, again, our coaches were, were, were uh, talking with us, and, and we we're, were working hard, and we were working hard, and <clears throat> and just uh, we were gaining confidence, you know. Of course, yeah. then you take a L, then you fall back, but still, it's not over. We still got an opportunity to have a winning season, or, or at least to go 500, which hadn't been done in, <laughs> in three years. So. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, and again, still facing uh, some great competition. Uh, I know you, you didn't mention the ending up with the Southern Miss, and that was Brett Falls' first year, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can remember listening out on the radio and hearing that name come up, Favre, Favre. I was like, what the heck is a Favre? And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he he had a uh, pretty good – I think he had a pretty good career ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, you think about all the Hall of Famers you played against. I mean, you know, uh, and and Bo Jackson certainly would have been a Hall of Famer if his career had been cut short by injury. But I mean, right. you played some great competition while you were at ECU, yeah. and that's uh, that's something to hold your hat on there to to strap up with these guys like the Penn State, the Miami, Florida. You know, Michael Irvin, of course, Hall of Famer, uh, but. 
the, the programs that y'all went up against, and that's one of the things that, that you know, I, I used to get into it with with my mom back then. But well, I don't understand why they play all these big teams like that. They need to play some. I was like, what happens if they get good enough where they start beating these teams? What are you going to say then? They got to play some good competition to you know to get better. Iron sharpens iron and stuff like that. But you know, I've, I always liked the fact that you played that competition, and it ended up you know in years to come, uh, y'all 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 trailblazed the path for these guys that came in in years to come and had that great '91 season. Uh, I think without the, yeah, I mean, and I know for a fact from hearing it from these guys, without you guys not playing that kind of schedule, they probably wouldn't be at ECU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, yeah, I've heard that and, and continue to hear, it, and I appreciate that because uh, what we did wasn't in vain. <laughs> I mean, it was a great opportunity for us, but again, it, it was part of building a. Uh, setting that foundation for what was to come. Uh, I mean, we didn't necessarily see it that way then, but uh, because if you're going through, it's hard to see things when you're going through. It's when you come out on the other side and then you, you know, see what type of effect, positive or negative, that you, you do have. And so I, I hear that now, and, and that goes a long way in saying, God, we did, we did the, do some great things. Uh, That's right. Definitely, our, our, our record wasn't uh, like we wanted to be, but just the, the fight that we put up uh, and, and getting uh, attention and, and playing against that competition, it, it started something uh, here at ECU. Well, definitely continued what was already started here at ECU. That's right. And that, 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 so that, that goes a long way, and that's that's an encouragement for not only me, for all, all the um, my teammates then, and, and throughout the uh, the 80s, and definitely until they got to that point. That's that right. Nine one season. So, so a few more questions, and these will be kind of a quick quick hit answers for you. Okay. Most most memorable game at ECU, the game you went back to look and said, "I wish I could go back and play that game again." I had, you know, that was that was the best game. Oh, I think I like who I had. Oh Lord! It's hard to narrow down, right? I did. Yeah, I would. Well, this is a uh, game that we lost, but it was here uh, in ECU. The uh, Miami. I got first. I got my first sack, my first interception against against Tennessee. Okay, okay. But we lost the game. But I, I, one other point: now, the NC State game we won. Uh, wow, them. <laughs> yeah, just about all of. Them. Yeah. yeah, any of the NC State games you win has got to be the best ones. Tough, toughest opponent, like an individual opponent or a team, and, and a team opponent. Toughest guy you had to go up against, you just said, like hated going up against. Oh, wow. Woo. Uh, wow. There's some offensive line, the offensive line for Temple. Yeah, yeah, they had some big boys, didn't they? Uh, yeah. What's the guy's name? John Reinster? Reinster? I can't think of his name. But I know exactly who you're talking about. I remember because that, that was actually, I was, I think Temple in, in 84, I think I was at that guy. I know it was in the 85 game that I, I was at there, and I remember seeing that guy, and I was like, wow, this guy is humongous. And, and, and just trying to get away to go make a play with the child, that, that stands out uh, as a, as a off of the line. <laughs> yeah, I, I was at both of the, the, the 84 Temple game and 85, but I remember because actually 
that you know you had a guy on the team, you the head coach Bruce Arians, who's now the coach at uh, Tampa Bay, and then Tom Bowles, who was a who was a coach for a while and a big defensive coordinator. He was on that Temple team. Uh, but yeah, I re- I just remember those two games. Uh, all right, what about toughest team that you went up against? <laughs> Well, Georgia and St. Oh, God, the team that ran the wishbone. Wishbone. Georgia, Georgia Southern? Georgia Southern, yeah, Georgia Southern. Oh, whatever. Anyway, because they always, you know, whatever the office it was, it was the wishbone work, but they always, of course, with the wishbone, they, uh, the awesome, they, the lineman cut, <laughs> cut block. Yeah. Uh, so, and we always beat them, but it was always a challenge, and it always gave us a, a, a a, a battle, and think about that again. You think always cutting your legs out, and you got a, a risk of injury right, going on. Right. So that was a, always a, something that was challenging for us. But again, we were prepared for it, but it was challenging. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite place you play besides Sicklin? Excuse me. The fa- favorite place that you played at, like a way uh, game, besides playing okay, at but, um, Wow. That might have been um, Penn State. Penn State? It might have been Penn State. Uh, yeah. yeah. I agree with that one. Well, Penn State. Yeah. Beaver State. It wasn't all because it was so hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, what what are you doing now? What are you up to now? I Actually, um, I'm retired. I worked, uh, I retired from the state uh Thirty years uh, this past November. Okay, well, congratulations. I uh, worked for the Department of Public Safety as a juvenile court counselor. Okay, congratulations on that. Anybody so hits retirement, now that's I'm great. currently retired and not working. <laughs> I would enjoy that. You definitely enjoy that. You ever you ever get back to many ECU games? Uh-huh. Yes. You're definitely. Definitely. What's your thoughts on on the new coach now? My initial thoughts are he seems to be doing a, a great job. I think the community is getting back, even though we haven't played a game yet. Um, yeah. Just to, to something positive in the air around Greenville and, and Eastern North Carolina about what we feel like we're going to have or what's to come. And, again, what, where he came from, the the, the winning tradition and, and – and and so forth and so on and and if we can get some of that, now I hope and I think we will. Then that's something to get not only me fired up about, but all of us and all, all the fans and all this part of the side of the state. So and, and just hearing him speak, I haven't met him, but just hearing him speak and just if he speaks the same way those guys on a daily basis, he does his interviews and carries out what he says. I I, I think we're gonna have a. I must be able to product on the field. I, I hope we will anyway. So I'm yeah. looking forward to getting things get, turned around. And, yeah, and I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I've got I've got a good feeling about it. He's been a winner everywhere he's went. He's turned programs around, and uh, you know it'd be nice to see him slip up and 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 upset NC State that first game at at, uh, at whatever they call it now. I guess it's Carter still Carter Finley. We'd uh, love to see him slip that, up and beat that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Well, hopefully, you know, I, I plan on coming to a couple of games this year. Maybe I'll bump into you there. But okay. can't can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule tonight to do this for. Really, have enjoyed this, and uh, and uh, hopefully, 
hopefully we'll we'll have a, a good season to talk about we'll we'll talk about it some other time about how ECU looks going into you know next season. Hopefully we'll have a winning winning year at least a winning year this year. Okay, great, great. And I appreciate the opportunity. It's always uh, it, uh, brings back you talk about these the, the memories. So, all and, right, well, appreciate you giving the opportunity to do so. Yes, sir. Anytime, anytime, guys. That's going to do it for tonight on the final score. We we thank Mr. Waters for being here tonight, being a great guest. That's going to do it for tonight. That's the final score. You still there? I'm here. All right. Thank you so much, right. Mr. Waters. I really enjoyed right. that. I appreciate it, man. You have a good night. Yeah, you too. You too. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye.